Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. Hello and welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the podcast for two redhead comedians, choose a word, phrase, or concept, and then talk about it through their gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby. I'm Alex Tate. And today's episode is brought to you by Restaurant.com. With Restaurant.com, you can save at thousands of restaurants across the country with just a few clicks. Their dining deals range from $5 to $100, never expire, and cost you a fraction of the face value. Dinner has never been easier with Restaurant.com, used for dine-in, takeout, or delivery. Restaurant.com is offering our listeners 50% off their next purchase by going to www.restaurant.com slash podcast. That's www.restaurant.com slash podcast for 50% off your next purchase. Restaurant.com, the best deal every meal. Uh, remember remember when you got to go to restaurants? Yeah, yeah, I do and remember And it was that. like a fun thing? I briefly saw friend of the pod, Brie, in person, and I got like a, a lot of... Not goddamn it to Brie, goddamn it to you saying friend of the pod <laughs> for the 7,000th time. And uh, I I got like this rush of like social energy from seeing a friend in person, and then I remembered that's what I used to feel like all the time. Yeah, you, you took that shit for granted. It's like... Um, it's whenever I get sick or something like that, two things. If I have a, if I have a sore throat, mm-hmm. I tell myself I'll never take for granted like swallowing my saliva, which is gross to say, but you do it all the time. And right now you listening to this are taking for granted that you are swallowing your saliva and it doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, when you get a stopped up nose, like breathing normally, right? I'm like, oh man, I'll never take for granted breathing normally ever again. And then I immediately do. But every time I get sick, sometimes I don't think I'm sick, but then I get better. And I was like, oh shit, <laughs> like I, yeah, I guess yeah. I was sick. I know. Yeah. I love that first day where you just like break through and you feel like a super, I don't know. I was going to say super creature, but I meant to say superhero. <laughs> oh, um, like breaking a fever is one of my favorite feelings. Yeah. Like you just like wake up in a pool of your own sweat and you're like, why am I so sweaty? At least this is what I always do. I go, why am I so sweaty? Ew, this is so gross. Like I am so gross. Like I'm going to have to literally like wash my sheets because it's so sweaty. And I'm thinking all these thoughts and then it'll like pop in my head and it'll be like, hey, you feel pretty good right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. And I go through like a systems check and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I feel a lot better. <laughs> well, um, how have you been, Alex? I'm I'm back in Montana now. I'm living in Missoula officially. And uh, yeah, you're, you're coming to me from your new apartment. I am. I'm not going to tell you where it's at, uh, lest our listeners find me. But, you know, I guess if you do find me, there's a little bit of a prize at the end of the rainbow for you. If you if you learn where I live, you'll get a restraining order as a prize. Mm, that's that's spicy. Yeah. And some gingers on ice stickers because I still have like 100 of them. <laughs> how how is it being back in Missoula? Is it everything you hoped and dreamed it would be is it do, do you regret your decision immediately what what are your feelings i have mixed feelings um and truly i don't mean like i'm somewhere in the middle i mean i've had great feelings and i've had bad feelings um the f- first right. great thing super cool to be back like in the same area as my family and also my sister has just come over two or three nights and just hung out and that's super cool uh, right. cuz we yeah, yeah. we get along and i've missed her uh however Driving around and then seeing Brie really took me back to college and how much fun we had and how I kind of took it for granted at the time or maybe didn't think that I was having enough fun. Yeah. And so that was that was interesting to uh, kind of relive those moments. And Brie and I were like t- telling stories because she brought her fiance with her. Uh, we were telling him stories and we sounded like wistful old people. Like it was, 
<laughs> it was like, yeah. damn, I can't believe I sound this old. Like, oh, remember when we used to do that? We had such a good time. But I told her, you know, I think COVID drew a really hard line at now I am a wistful old, old person. At least, uh, like, it is like a line in the sand, yeah, of like, oh, this happened pre-COVID. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, that I'm going to tell stories pre-COVID and post-COVID. Yeah, that's, that is true. I mean, I, I really... I even like the way my mind works. I can just like I draw a line. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been good to be back. I, I'm already missing some of the big city amenities. And I don't I don't know if you recognize this about Missoula when you lived here, but this town is very dark. Yeah, well, I've noticed that um, living in here in Bozeman. Bozeman gets a lot more sun, a lot more sun. Oh, yeah. It has a lot more sunny days. It has more. Bozeman gets more snow. But after it's done snowing. The sun is out. Like it snowed eight inches yesterday. It was bright and sunny out today. Um, in the, the wind, for people that don't know, the winter time in Missoula is I mean, Seattle, Portland esque. You don't see the sun for like five months, four months. Yeah, and then it's got a big, huge mountain that it has to crest. So it literally doesn't come over the mountain until like ten thirty, eleven a.m. Sometimes. Yeah, very true. Whereas you coming from Texas, which is fucking flat <laughs> as a board. Yeah, well, I don't miss the humidity, I'll say that. I wish it wasn't quite as dry as it is here, but um, I've been, like, I've used, like, a whole bottle of lotion on my hands already, like, I, I have had, like, red boogers and things like that. It's, I can, I'm feeling yeah. it. I feel like a rag that's just been wrung out. <laughs> All the water's out of me. It's left my body. But, yeah, I got up this morning. I went for, like, a brisk, wintry walk. My beard froze, so that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it's... It's been really cold here. You ever the? I know it's cold when I walk outside, and my nose hairs freeze. Yeah, immediately. For me, I'm it's, like, oh boy, it's that's cold. It, for me, it's when it hurts to take a deep breath. Like your lungs are like, ew, no, too too cold. Yeah, I I, I, I uh, don't miss that either, but it'll happen. Not a lot of people here have garages, where like in my immediate little uh, apartment complex, and um. So everyone flips their windshield wipers up mm -hmm. so they don't free. And I remember my aunt came, this was years ago. I, we, I lived in Jackson still. I think I was like 10 years old. Um, she came to Jackson and she is from New Jersey, but lived in Georgia most of her life. And she came up to Jackson and we had like a biblical snowstorm. <laughs> um, e e even for Jackson, it was like uh, four, 40 inches in two days Oof, or something that. like that. Um, it was insane. It was an absolutely insane amount of snow. And, um, you know, life went on. Yeah. And I think, I think we went out to eat at a restaurant and um, she, everybody in the parking, it was snowing so much that you would get out of, you would go to the restaurant, park in the restaurant in the parking lot and get out and flip your windshield wipers up so that when you got out of the restaurant, you could plop them back down and they weren't frozen to your windshield. And she had never seen that. And she was like, what, what is that? Is that some sort of symbol? Are they, are they signaling that they have a parking pass or something? <laughs> are they, are they, is it a gang single symbol? What is that? And I don't think she even knew that windshield wipers did that. I forgot yesterday it, cause it snowed a lot here overnight in Missoula and I forgot to, just let my car idle and like loosen it up a little bit. So I was late to meeting with Bree because I just forgot that I had to go scrape all the snow off my car. Yeah. 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 You got to like, you got to buffer 10, 10 extra minutes. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we jump into it? Uh, no. Okay. What's our word of the day? Yeah. Our word phrase or concept is very much those things today. It is green. Mm, it's a good color. 
Yeah. Uh, it means a lot of things to a lot of different people. Immediately what came to mind, and I don't know if you've seen this show, do you remember the Canadian, like, public, it's not public access, but there's a Canadian show called The Red Green Show? Fuck yeah. If women can't find you handsome, they better find you handy. <laughs> I used to watch that at my buddy Carson's house. Because his dad loved it, and then his dad got him into it. And so we would just all pile into the living room and watch however many episodes of Red Green we were, like, blessed to have in a row. Yeah. Gun to my head, I don't actually know what the plot of that show is. I just know it was kind of like a backwoods Canadian dude fixing shit with duct tape. Yeah, it's like a sketch comedy show. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It alternates between, like, filmed pieces, and then sometimes they do, like, a live sketch in the studio and then it always ends every episode ends with like the man's prayer <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it was a uh, it was very like late 90s early 2000 stuff but i just remember he fixed everything with duct tape. i remember that was like a running gag yes and my and my father that was like jokes it was like jokes for dads mm-hmm. was the entire it should have been what it was called and my dad loved it yeah he he it like worked on him he was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah duct tape <laughs> I don't know why you said green and I was just like, oh, I remember the red green show. Honestly, good vibes. I don't know how much of it holds up. I'm sure there's some stuff like there is in most comedies from that era. But oh, yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun to watch at the time. I mean, I, I also don't know. I feel like a lot of people have done some pretty deep dive into media in the past and have found quite a bit. And I haven't heard a peep from the red, red green show. That's true. That's true. They should call it the evergreen red green show. <laughs> yeah um do you so, some people associate green with being like eco-friendly uh, do, do you try to be eco-friendly in your life or do you uh do you not care i know i know the answer to that question i know you do care but you know i do my best i in college i would collect recycling and then walk it over to the university which had recycling and honestly, I, there's not like an actual like recycling dumpster out here, but I've no, in my current apartment, but I've noticed that people are putting cardboard boxes next to the garbage can. And I don't know if that's just because they don't want to flatten them to get thrown away or if that they get recycled. But um, seeing how easy it is in the bigger cities I've lived in to implement a recycling infrastructure, uh, you'd think Missoula would have a little more of one. I, I I see it once in a while, but it it's pretty hard to recycle in Montana, even if you're, you know, you really have to go the extra mile here. Yeah. I uh, do. You, I remember learning about recycling in like grade school. I, I want to say it was like second grade. We had like a an assembly for the whole school and the whole because the school was going to start recycling. Mm. Um, and they talked to us like someone came down from Teton County energy board i have no idea and talk to us about recycling and then i went home and i was like mom dad we are recycling (laughs) and they were like are we now and i was like we are recycling and um from that both my parents still recycle that's great so it like worked but they made me do it for like the first six months it's not that hard but it is weird how recent of a thing it's been because like you i remember learning about it in school and i almost guarantee we were the first generation to be taught about recycling in school oh yeah 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 yeah. i i promise that was what happened but it's um yeah do you know the most recycled material in the world Mm, glass 
The mo- well, the most brought to recycling facilities, it's cardboard. However, the material with almost, at this point, a 100% recycling rate is asphalt. Oh, interesting. I did not know you that. You can take old asphalt, heat it back up, and pour it right back out. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and, that, and then it becomes new asphalt again. Yeah, you just mix it in with some other asphalt. That's a cool idea to think that some road in indonesia could be torn up and then a road you know in butte montana could be torn up and if you know maybe they get melted together and put somewhere new like in like a road in brazil is paved with global asphalt i don't really know where i'm going with this (laughs) yeah i feel like if we're talking about a green method of recycling taking asphalt from butte and taking asphalt from (laughs) indonesia to pave a road in brazil is not going to be a very efficient method that's fair yeah i would agree with you on that one um (laughs) I, uh, I really do try to be green, but, um, you know, sometimes humans will only work so hard. Everyone has like a level of laziness that they reside at. They, they'll either fall to it or they'll rise above it. Um, and if you don't enable, if someone's not there to enable them to recycle, to make it past that little lazy line, then it's not going to happen of their own volition. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that and I learned the fact that like 80% of greenhouse gases are caused by like 60 companies. So Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I It's interesting that we're so conscious about like our carbon footprints, but... Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I remember getting my first retail job and, you know, retail jobs get... Inven- I, I got inventory and those inventory came in boxes and in those boxes is either packing peanuts or those like plastic airbags Mm -hmm. and then in the packaging itself is more you know thing the amount of trash that was generated from like a my first retail job was a uh a camera store and jack working at a camera and it was a tiny camera store like um you know it was not very big at all and i just thought it was amazing the amount of trash this one tiny business generated each and every single day and i was like oh yeah. It's way more trash than like a house. And that was like a tiny camera business, let alone some gigantic corporation. That's how I feel about the film industry too. I've worked on sets where I'm like, really? Y'all are going to waste this much trash? I did have the fortune in Los Angeles to uh, work on some sets that were very conscious about that sort of thing. In fact, one assistant director for a set that I worked on bought everybody reusable water bottles and then <laughs> gave us access to like refill them. Uh, yeah. but man, yeah, the film industry generates so much trash too. And, uh, just, I can guarantee there's nobody being paid enough to be like responsible about where it all goes. It's way easier uh, to just pick up the set at the end of the day and throw in the trash. You know what I mean? That's true. But there's some people in Hollywood that are getting paid enough. Yeah. 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 I guess I, I, yeah, you're right about the packaging. It is like astonishing to think about all of the things that people order from not just Amazon, but any online retailer every day that then gets shipped to them. And then it's, it's up to them to for like do the next step of the cardboard boxes life, be it recycling or just getting put back in the ground. Yeah. People, people also refer to the color green as being new at something. Do you have any, any stories of when, when you were new to something, <laughs> you know, there is a, you were, you were green were green at it i remember this i wasn't necessarily new to it this just story kind of makes me laugh it was my very first day 
at Sports Authority. Ooh, I remember when you worked there. Another retail job. Yeah, it was my first job when I moved to Missoula. I moved to Missoula and it it took me like two two months to get a fucking job at Sports Authority. I was like pretty desperate when I got the job at Sports Authority. I was like, I'll take what. Hey, this is a side note. This has nothing to do with this story. My schedule was slated to, very first day, my schedule was slated to start at 11. I read it. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me. This is not who I am as a person. I read it as one. Rolled up to my first day of work <laughs> two hours late. Yeah. And I like walk in and the the like, the like the girl behind the register was like, are you the new guy? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, were you supposed to be here at 11? And I was like, what? Was I? And she was like, yeah. And I like run back to my like where the boss's office was. I was like, hey, was I supposed to be here at 11? And he was like, oh, yeah. I just assumed you read it as one. So... I just, if you weren't here at one, I was going to call you. And I was like, why didn't you fucking call me? (laughs) Be like, where the shit are you? Um, That has nothing to do with it. But anyway, so I'm like kind of uh, stressed out about that. Like I, I, you know, then like panic and put my stuff down and go out onto the floor. And, you know, it's one of those chain box stores. So we were required to like stand at the front and be like, welcome to Sports Authority. Is there anything I can help you with today? And someone this is the first person i talked to on my very first day i go welcome to sports authority is there anything i can help you with and remember i said i'm gonna say that one more time welcome to sports authority is there anything i can help you with today and he goes yeah you sell panasonic electric razors (laughs) and i just went no i didn't know what we sold in the store but i know we didn't sell those yeah i I just went no and he just went And stormed out. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I think he was just mad because I like didn't go and check. But right. I was like, I'm p- pretty confident on that one that we don't sell Panasonic electric razors. I didn't know Panasonic made electric razors. I, I didn't either. They've always been like a TV slash stereo company to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cam- uh, camera equipment is what I know. Oh, yeah. Um, I was, I'll talk about skiing since it's snow outside and the first time that I ever skied because I was quite green I had literally never been on skis before I showed up to take my first lesson and uh, I was there with the junior high it was like a ski trip and so a bunch of us all took lessons together and I was really really bad I fell down a lot I had no idea how to do it and then did the, pizza, pizza and French fry. Nah, that wasn't helpful. And, and honestly, the ski instructors weren't helpful <laughs> at all. They were just like these like 17 year old, like jackasses that were like, dude, you just got to like feel out the balance, man. And I was just like, this isn't helpful. I need something <laughs> tangible to grasp here. Like, yeah. And they wouldn't yeah. let me use poles to like balance myself, which I know you're not supposed to do when you're learning how, but, um, I will con- confidently say that my skiing improved tenfold when I was allowed to hold a pole in my hand. Did you, did you have edgy wedgies? What does that mean? Those are, that's the little pe- that's like a cord that goes between the tips of your skis so that you can't separate. So you're basically in permanent pizza. No, I did not have those. So oh. at the end of the lesson, the instructor looks at the other instructor and he goes, all right, why don't you take him up to the top of the mountain? I'm going to stay here with this little man. <laughs> And so it was me and a girl who ended up being my girlfriend like four years later. And we were just on the bunny hill all day long. And then my dad. Is that, is that how you bonded though? Is that, no, was that like your first talking point? Not really. No, we kind of knew each other already. Um, it was more embarrassing. You just like look, look at her wink and be like, you suck at skiing. <laughs> and she was like, you suck at skiing. And you're like, we should 
should, we should suck together. Um, yeah. But my dad was there. <laughs> so Literally. Yes. No, I know Can't that see. I was giving you that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, my dad was there and he, at the end of the day, after I was all done, he's like, let's go to the top of the mountain. You'll be fine. Like, you'll be good. And we get up yeah, there. Classic, classic dad shit. And I go off of the chairlift. This is not when I jumped off the chairlift, but this is when I didn't know how to get off of a chairlift because I had never done it before. So I immediately fell over right. and they stopped the chairlift and helped me up. And then I'm at the top of the mountain and the easiest run is like way steeper than the bunny hill. And I was like, um, right. this is hard. And so I pizzaed really hard. And then there, I remember at the very end, there's a really steep part. And I was like in tears at this point because I'd fallen over like 90 times and just was like crawling along at a snail's pace. And what my dad yeah. had to do was he pizzaed backwards down the mountain while I yeah. pizzaed into his body so that we could go <laughs> slow enough that I felt safe and wouldn't lose my balance. And, uh, it, it was a, it was a hassle. I was, I was quite literally too green to skiing and I've gotten better, but I wouldn't say by that much. <laughs> That's probably why you hate it. Cause you had an awful experience. That is true. <laughs> Your first time. That's a good point. I, I remember literally the day I considered myself good or like I improved the most, the single day I improved the most skiing um, was it was my dad was tired of doing like the easy runs, same thing. And he was like, my dad's a good skier. And he was like, we're going to go on the runs. I want to go on. And I was like, I can't do it. Yeah. And it was a, it was a really cloudy, like super socked in day. Like you couldn't see fucking five feet in front of your face. Nice. And he just took me all over the mountain. He just skied where he wanted to ski and I just followed him and I didn't care because I couldn't see. And then we skied the very next day. We skied two days in a row and it was clear out. And I was like, I can't do this run. He's like, we literally did this yesterday. <laughs> you literally skied this yesterday. Yeah, you just couldn't see how steep it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just couldn't see anything. Yep. Um, speaking of green, have you ever heard of the band Green Jelly? No. I thought you were going to say Green Day. Well, yeah, of course we know Green Day. We talked about American Idiot <laughs> I was, was going to be like, week. yes? No, Green Jelly is this band my dad showed me. They're from like the late 80s, early 90s. And they do like metal versions of... Like, for example, their biggest hit is Three Little Pigs. So it's like a metal version and it's like, little pig, little pig, let me in. You know, and. Oh, it's Green Jelly with an umlaut over the Y. Yes. Um, but I, I really loved that song when I was a kid. I played, made my dad play that a lot. <laughs> the band had to change its name after pressure from Kraft Foods, the owners <laughs> of Jello. Really? I thought yeah. they were green jello. I was going to say, I remember them being green jello. Is that true that they yeah, were? They, they, they used to be green jello. And then they got, they had legal things, had legal action taken against them. So they had to change it to green jelly. Oh. Sorry, I'm reading this right now. I literally was going to ask if you knew the band green jello, but then I Googled them and green jelly came up. But I, I was like really sure that it used to be jello. That's fascinating to me. Um. God, imagine having a stick so far up your ass that you couldn't let people use yeah. the name of your fucking product for their band. Green Day, though. I love Green Day. Uh, my hot take is that Warning is one of my favorite Green Day albums. Oh, that is a hot take. I love that album. I think the song Warning is great. Uh, Blood, Sex, and Booze is a phenomenal. Church on Sunday is a great song. Um, that That's uh, I, one of my favorite Green Day albums, as I just said. Um, 
speak uh, this that just reminded me of a story that I recently told one of my coworkers, and I don't think I've told you this story, so uh, I think it's pretty funny. Ooh. Um, it had it had to do with we were listening to the radio at work, and um, a Sum Forty One song came on. Hell yeah! And and I was really into Sum Forty One. Um, me too. To the point that uh, I I wished I, I looked like the lead singer. The lead singer was that like classic. He like classic. He had those like Derek Wibley. Below. He had the punk spikes. He had the he had the spikes, and we'll get yeah we'll get to that in a second. But he had like the below the knee bag like baggy shorts like yeah, the dickies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a pair of those like embarrassingly long shorts like way too long. Nice. Um, like all verging on man prees. Um, and then he would wear like a polo shirt. And then had like like uh, sweatbands on his wrists, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he had a chain wallet as well. I never had a chain wallet, nor did I wear polo shirts or just wear t-shirts. But I, I essentially wanted to look like him. Anyway, I was. It was the sixth grade dance. Okay? okay. This is this is one of the most embarrassing things I've ever done. Wonderful. It was a sixth grade dance. Uh, it was a big deal because it was the first dance. You know, it was like the 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 first like school dance. Yeah, only some and, of the boys are interested in like sex already it was it was just a, it was a big deal in regards to like the girls and the boys because it was like yeah 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 okay i got you because i think we talked to our parents about it you know and our parents were all like oh you're gonna dance with someone like yeah we all had the same idea in our mind that you had to dance with the only way you could be out on the dance floor was if <laughs> you were quote unquote dancing with somebody not that you were like physically in contact with that person but you had to be like asked or right. the guys had to go ask girl that's the only way you could be out on the dance floor um, and I was, I was a little, a little wimp growing up. I really didn't have a lot of confidence. And, um, I, first off, I should tell you what I was dressed as. I <laughs> kind of Derek Wembley, but the, the theme was ho- Hawaiian mm. or like beach party. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't own any Hawaiian shirts. So I had my dad's Hawaiian shirt on, which I was like, <laughs> killer. <laughs> I was small. I was tiny in sixth grade. Like I was a wafer. I was underweight. The doctors had me on like protein powder and stuff like that because when I would go for my little checkups, they were, they were like, he's underweight. He needs to like gain weight. Um, I was, (laughs) I was small. And so I had my dad's, you know, Hawaiian shirt on, which looked like a dress on me. Uh And I, I spiked my hair. Yeah. I did the punk spikes. Then they were like all, they were like twisted and like spiked and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and, and like individuals. And then I put some like zinc oxide on my nose, you know, uh-huh. like the little white yes. sunscreen on yes, my yes, nose yes. Okay. so that I, you know. Um, and there was this, this girl that I, I would call to this day, probably my, my great white buffalo, you know? Okay. She was a, a girl that I was always into for years and years, like all throughout high school. Um, we never dated. It was to the point that people were like, hey, you know, she's into you. If you just ask her out, she'll say yes. And I was always just like, nope, no, she doesn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And this, I mean, that started in like fifth, fourth grade, fifth grade or something like that. So in that it continued all the way through high school, but this was sixth grade. And the, the the DJ goes, this is the last song. This is the last song. And she had finally had enough. So she walks up to me because I, I like didn't dance with anyone the entire time and didn't dance at all. Like I basically just sat in a chair on the sideline the entire time because I was way too nervous. Um, And she comes up to me and she goes, do you want to dance? And I go, yeah. And, and 
it's the last dance and the the last song is all the small things by <laughs> okay and i get really nervous slash really excited mm-hmm. um about all the small things but I, i'm more nervous than anything so uh you know we're just kind of like awkwardly dancing next to each other but then the uh, the faster part of that song comes on and i just start like jumping around <laughs> Dude, I can't tell this story without like <laughs> my face getting like beat red. I hate this. I I hate that I like acted this way. I was like being an asshole. Like I was like dancing around and jumping around and I elbowed her in the face. <laughs> oh no. Like right in the face. Like cracked her on the bridge of the nose. She didn't get a bloody nose or anything, oh. but she had to like, she had to like grab me and be like, hey, we, we were friends. We were friends all throughout high school. I basically like friend zoned myself with her, okay. you know? Yep. Like I was like, I'm into her, but we should just be friends. And everyone else was like. You should date her. And I was like, no, we're just friends. <laughs> right, right. Even though that's not what I wanted. So we were friends. We were close. So she, she like grabbed me and she was like, stop. And I was like, no. And just continued to dance. And she just like walked away. Aww. <laughs> there you go. There was, that was me being green at uh, social skills. Speaking of school dances, I know this isn't your story to tell, but correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't one of your friends come in their jeans at a school dance? Yeah, I could tell that story. You if should. You, want me you to. should. If they um, listen, I don't know if they listen to this. I don't remember. There's even no who way it is. they listen. Okay. <laughs> they, there's no way that person listens to it. Some people who listen to this are, are going to know this person, but this person's name is important to the story. Um, so I, I got to use their name. Okay. All right. Um, they, uh, we. It was my senior year. Um, we were at homecoming. I want to say it was homecoming. Um, it was either homecoming or like winter formal. I can't remember. It doesn't fucking matter to this story at all. Um, I was having a good time. Um, and we were, we were pretty good at basketball. We were really good at basketball, but our leading scorer was a sophomore. Okay. And he went on to, uh, like play basketball down in Arizona. Um, he was a good player. He was a really good player. And, uh, he, (laughs) no, this would be my junior year. He, He was a sophomore. This was my junior year. Sorry. Not that that matters either. Um, and he, uh, I was dancing with my, with uh, a friend at the time. I didn't have a girlfriend my junior year, but I was dancing with a friend and, um, our center who was very tall, like six foot seven. Mm -hmm. Uh, his name was Grant. Uh, he, he was dancing with someone and, and the kid in question, his name was Jesse. Um, his name was Jesse McCain. That is important to the story. Otherwise, I wouldn't say it. Is it really? Um, like people are going to go yeah. look him up and then hit his DMs and be like, I know. Nah. Nah. I think he has a wife now. Oh, okay. He's fine. You think that's a story <laughs> she knows? I don't know. I don't know. I bet. Because it, it was major news throughout the school. I also, <laughs> people listening to this that know him probably already know this story. Because I went to a gossipy fucking high school and a small high school. So, I mean, you know, you went to a small one as well. But he's dancing with what we all consider in the school to be like the most attractive senior girl. Yeah. You know, way above his league. And she was just like having fun with the this successful sophomore who was the star of the basketball team, you know, and she was dancing, uh, pr- uh pretty, pretty, pr- pretty provocatively on poor little Jesse. <laughs> okay. Then the song, the, you know, things end naturally. And I'm in, in the hallway drinking water from the water fountain with Grant, the center. And Jesse comes up to me and Grant and he goes, can I talk to you too? And we go, yeah. And he takes us aside and he's like, <laughs> 
I just jizzed in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, no, like we were, we were like, ha ha ha. Yeah, I mean, hilarious. We like, you know, c- nope. congratulations on dancing with the hottest girl in school. But and he was like, no, for real. And we we're like, really? You really did? And he was like, yeah, I just jizzed in my pants. And we were like, no way. And Grant goes, again, his name was Jesse McCain. Just Grant immediately goes, oh my God, Jizzy McStain. (laughs) (laughs) And just walks back into the dance. And me and him just proceed to tell everybody. We didn't keep it a secret at all. (laughs) We just broke his trust immediately. Poor Jizzy. That's okay. The nickname didn't stick. That's good. He he continued on to be a very good basketball player. He was cool enough to like rise above that moment. <laughs> you really got to own it. I mean, that reminds me of, I guess. And he did. It, I remember he, him being like confronted about it. People were like, hey, yo, did you jizz in your pants when you were dancing with the hottest girl in school? And he would be like, yep. Um, that reminds me of <laughs> like, a right. kid that I graduated with a couple of years ago. He apparently was like sexting with a girl and she got mad at him and she posted some of his nudes on Facebook and he oh my god he completely owned it he he made this like 10 minute video where he's like directly talking to the camera and he's like yeah man she you know got mad and she posted my nudes there's one of me jacking off but like I gotta say you can really tell I've been moisturizing my hands like my skin has never looked better (laughs) and he like totally owned it it was hilarious he was like, and I mean, I lasted pretty long in the video. So like, you know, <laughs> I, was, I was laughing so hard. I could not believe it. Like, and uh, yeah, he, he owned it. He like came at it from a, part, a, a point of like humor and was like, it, it did, he didn't let her have the win, you know? And uh, I, it was very funny. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that's amazing. Yeah. If, you're, if you're ever being bullied, just agree with what the bully is saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you ready for a police blotter? do stop immediately. Yeah. Please A caller reported a vehicle hit a light pole near Fifth and Moray's and left the scene. An officer responded and advised the communications pole had been bent slightly, but did not locate the involved vehicle. There was a there's a a power line pole that got bent oh. like right across the street from my house uh, like a couple days ago and I think I heard it. I think it was in the middle of the night. I like heard a loud bang and then like some tires squealing. Oh. Uh, but I don't, I didn't register it because it like woke me up. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, huh, what the fuck was that? I've heard, then, yeah, I've heard car, cra- yeah. car accidents. Interesting. One time in Los Angeles, I was stopped at a four way stop. Um, and from the left, a fire truck was just blazing through with their sirens on and the person next to me was turning left to go onto that road and they didn't see the fire truck and they pulled out into the intersection and this huge ass fire truck just T-boned the shit out of them. And Holy like, shit. like glass everywhere. It was a huge wreck. And of course I just drove away. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, uh, I, so re- this was like, uh, three weeks ago I was working at the store of stores right downtown. There's parallel parking there was a spot right in front of our store. Someone with a big ass, I call them penis trucks. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. Like a jacked up tiny peepee truck. Yep. Pulled up and was going to back into, as you do, to parallel park into the spot. The spot was big enough. That's not a big deal. But they backed up so fast that the car behind them that was just driving like still in the lane mm-hmm. didn't have enough time to like swerve around them. And it, but it would, it happened also pretty slow. And I just watched the whole thing and started narrating it out loud and don't know why there was customers in the store. And I just go, he's going to hit him. 
he's going to hit him. He's not stopping. He's going to hit him. And he just uh, hits him. And like, since it's a penis truck, he starts, and it was like a tiny sedan. He starts to like roll up the the hood just a little bit. I mean, they were going like 0.2 miles an hour. Okay. And start to like roll up the hood. And this is just, I just wanted to see like some drama and this is who I am as a person. And this is like what I find funny. So I just like start like celebrating in the store. I'm like, yeah, yeah, woo. I'm so excited. Like these two people just got in a car crash and you could hear it. You could hear the crunching. And, um, I think I made a lot of people in the store mad with me because a lot of them were like, well, did anybody get hurt? What, what is going? And I was like, what? Yeah. Everyone's fine. Right. You don't find that hilarious. And they're like, no. And I was like, okay, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I guess it's funny if they both have car insurance, right? Yeah. 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 And then, then penis truck came in. Well, then they did get into an argument. And it was totally penis truck's fault. And the guy in the little car was like, it's your fucking fault. And penis truck was like, no, it's not. He didn't get aggressive, but they were just like arguing about whose fault it was. And then penis truck came in to the store and was like, did you you see what happened? And I was like, I did. You backed into that dude. Nice. And he's like, that's how it went down. And I was like, yes. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, that was, that was you. Um, uh, caller reported two individuals on four wheelers were quote, whipping through Sims Park. Officers responded but were unable to locate the pair. Huh. So don't whip through the park on your four-wheeler. <laughs> whip. <laughs> they I tell you what them sense of bitches them fucking Johnson boys are whipping through the park on them four-wheelers and I won't stand for it. Um my fam was out of town this weekend, Alex, so that's all I have for the police blotter. Oh wow. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it was a quiet weekend. We had um we had a, uh, this has nothing to do with the police spotter, although it, it almost was. Uh, we had like a Trump rally downtown mm. on Saturday mm-hmm. after, after Joe Biden got announced. Hooray. Thank God. Woo woo. Um, so, but they, I was very confused by the whole thing. Um, a, there was a, there was a group of mm, 12, uh, so not a big group walking down up and down like the sidewalk. And a couple of them were holding signs that said, it's time for war. Ah. And I was like, that, that's disconcerting. And then uh, more than a few penis trucks were driving up and down Main Street. And they were like spraying champagne. They were like hanging out the window and like hooping and hollering and like spraying champagne and stuff like that. I was very confused by the entire thing. Okay. Um, but they, they were like, like sitting on the sill of the window, if that makes sense, with their whole body like out of the yes. truck. Yeah, yeah. There was a guy on the corner of Reserve and Mullen here in Missoula with a Trump sign or a flag and then a pitchfork. He was just holding a pitchfork in the other hand. And uh, I was like, that's that's inciting right there. <laughs> what, the f- what the fuck is that going to do? Uh-huh. All right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that's all I got, man. Uh, it's been interesting being back in Montana. I'm sure I'll have more Montana-centric stories to hit you with next week. Yeah, and then... The week after that, there's a possibility for an in in person. Yeah, that's right. So I'll see you then. Uh, recording. Yeah. All right. Bye. See ya. Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by Winter Sports, a way less fun version of the things you like to do during the summer. 